And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I am not the hostess cupcake, cupcake the Riddler. Uh, I am the Red of a Red Baron, joined by. Uh oh, might be muted. Fucking it up already. <laughs> hey, listen, we like to keep All right, it Kevin, exciting. Start over. <laughs> listen, the the host is Cupcake. Uh, he's off, uh, so he won't be joining us. But the Red Baron is here, and the Mass is here. Uh, we'll be joined. Foreseeably by uh, Machine Washable and uh, Souls at some point. Uh, but until then, it's just us. Yeah, and, uh, it's going to be a good night. Paying uh, tribute. We, we did a, a full show back when we were doing three hours. Uh, yeah, we know, did. I don't know. Was it a year ago? Two years ago? I, I think Mock popped in for like the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Wow. We did the almost the entire show by ourselves. Which makes I think we've done it a couple times. Yeah, there's there's been only a few like just two people doing the show. I mean, even dating back to when like we first started when it was Paul and I. And of those two, I think I've probably done a pair of shows with you and just Paul about the same amount of times. So yeah, it's it's been a couple times, but I enjoy them every time. They're yeah. a lot of fun because we get really off topic about nothing. <laughs> Very early on too. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you drinking anything this evening? Uh, I actually am, believe it or not, but I'm drinking alcohol. I am drinking uh, Don Julio 19-something. Wow, look at you. Get in the mix with the tequila. Yeah, it's going to be a fun night. <laughs> I am drinking, uh, I had this uh, whiskey, uh, it's um, it's called, um... oh my god, I forgot, that. it's... I gotta look it up. It's something Creek, but it's uh, the rapper Yellow Wolf. It's actually his whiskey. Uh, hold on. I'm such, whiskey. A, such a dope. Uh, creek water. There it is. Um, gotcha. Not terribly expensive. It goes for like, call it $30, $35. It was actually uh, a gift uh, for my bachelor weekend a year ago. And it kind of just sat on my, my, my bar at home because we never drank it that weekend. Um, so <laughs> we drank enough else that weekend. Well, <laughs> uh, we, I mean, we, we, we drank basically beer that entire weekend. So maybe we just didn't yes. get to it. Um, but I had a little left and I did the gross thing. And in a water bottle, I combined what was left of a started Pepsi and a started Coke. So I have oh, a, <laughs> I have a Coke Pepsi, uh, Creek water mix in an Acadia oh, water bottle. I can't wait to tell everybody else about that later because they're yeah. going to fucking vomit. It's pretty trashy, but, uh, you know. I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> way, way to embrace it. That's right. So I'm going to give that a mix. And then uh, once we give our toast, I'm going to have a sip. Uh, speaking right, of which, right. do you have a toast of excellence? I sure do. want to give a toast of excellence to Stephen Curry, who had a masterful game four performance a couple days ago. Uh, 43 points on 14 of 26 shooting. 7 of 14 from deep, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. Golden State would have been swept if not for this dude. Yeah, that guy is pretty good, and it used to make me so mad about Golden State, but I just, I've... Why? Well, listen, so I I get it. You hate them because they're good. You have no other reason to hate them. 
my reason being, and it's it's a it's a very soft reason. Like, listen, it's a homegrown team. Like these these, other than when Durant was there, like that that team was you know pretty much all drafted. I can respect that. And a team that was you know in kind of a medium market that's been pretty bad for a long time. So yes, it it, it is deserved. However, I I hate I dislike them for the same reason that. Like people, like it's it's like these people come out of the woodwork to like you know oh man Golden State this that and the other and so like because because of the fans and and the, oh the, okay the so you hate the bandwagon fans you don't necessarily right. hate Golden State and, and because of that it, it gets kind of washed over into to Golden State but as time goes on it's kind of been like the Tom Brady thing I just don't I just don't care anymore I just accept it for what it is they're really good and I I can't I can't spend my time hating on something that you know. It, you know what I mean? It's just that you just hate because it's not you. Right. I can't be bitter. I just have you to can't be. I mean, I'm bitter all the time. But... <laughs> I just have to get over myself. Yeah, um, well. But anyway, they're so good, and you know, just like yes. clutch when it matters. And and for me, like I don't really, I don't have a rooting interest for the other team. So oh I mean, no, not at all. Which has made this series all the more enjoyable to watch. Yeah. So I mean, it. it if if they win, I think it it almost means more because I I, I don't really care for Boston sports in in general, um, but I, I think in a bigger like basketball situation, uh, I, I think it's better for them to win than Boston because I just you know it's 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 already a dynasty but it just builds on it you know right. Um, Stuff will get as much needed Finals MVP. Yeah. Maybe he gets elevated to another level. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, my toast is to the San Francisco Giants. Uh, they swept the Dodgers, uh, very lucrative, uh, because you know recently Dodgers have kind of been running away with with things, um, and this kind of makes that division a little bit tighter. I think all the teams are separated by three, three and a half games right now. So I'm curious why you use the word lucrative. Well, because you know, though the, the Giants have they had a surprising last year, I believe it was if I if I can remember. Or, Last year or year before, they had a, a very surprising year when they're they're kind of expected to not do a whole lot, and they kind of built on that, and it's carried over. And you know, we remember like when we were in high school, like the the the, the Giants were in the World Series like every other year. Yeah. So this this is kind of putting them kind of back in that 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 scene where it's not just the the Dodgers show and you know the the, the Padres they're now kind of the flavor of the moment. So it's like those three teams that. Stuff stuff is happening, you know. Colorado is doing their thing, but it, it makes it more interesting that they got a, a sweep kind of earlier in the year, or or at least won a series versus the Dodgers early in the year. So maybe we'll have a, a really like hot July for the 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 NL West, and it's not just a runaway for the Dodgers. Really so. respect the toast of excellence. Still don't think lucrative was the right word. Crack them. <laughs> Good enough. As I uh, open my plastic um, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> um, another mini toast of excellence we'll mention, just because it's mentioned almost the same person, is that uh, Steph Curry is averaging a better points per game than Tatum is a field goal percentage. Wow. Steph is averaging 34.3 points a game. Tatum is averaging 34.1% free throw shooting. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and for those who don't follow basketball, just take those numbers and understand that that's pretty darn good. 
we'll put it's, it, it's all right. We'll put it in layman's terms for you. Pretty good. Um, so I thought that that was uh, that was a very fun thing to see this morning. Also on the uh, NFL subreddit this morning, while I was uh, actually trying to wake up at my desk at work this morning, I saw that uh, somebody had posted that uh, clip of Jaquiski Tart dropping a Mount Stafford in reception of the NFC Championship. <laughs> At the end of the seven, just because it was like, "Hey, happy Monday, fucker!" <laughs> now that, that, um, there's real sports bitterness right there. Oh yeah, we went out to we went out to dinner on Saturday together, and uh, the host was apparently a Fort Niners fan because we both went out wearing our team shirts by sheer happenstance. <laughs> I just wore Ram shirt because it was the first thing in my drawer, and I got over there, and he was wearing a Fort Niners shirt. <laughs> Uh, but I'm pretty sure they spit my food yesterday because I was pretty <laughs> mean to those. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, Plaza Azteca. Oh, wow. I mean, of all places to get, you know, your food spat in. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, no kidding. But no, they didn't spit my food. Sorry, Plaza Azteca. You don't need to go find the host. <laughs> um, I was pretty mean to the host, though, and it just made me feel so much joy that I could just savage a random 49ers fan that day. It's a good thing. <laughs> and we know you love it. Oh, yeah. More than almost anything. <laughs> well, um, good. I'll say, uh, you know, we I, I, I called you and it was really short on us, but we did miss you this weekend. Um, yeah, it turns out that I was at Ashley's thing until like 1.30 in the afternoon that day, and then I had made plans with Sevi, and then I came home and fell asleep for four hours. Yeah, no, I I, I saw the pictures too, so like you know, I'm, I'm I'm glad that you know you know at least it's not like we were sitting home, but right, you know, we, we did we did miss you. We uh we so, went to uh, so tell me about it. So we went to Hammond Asset. It was kind of like a. A, we'll call it a 10 years in the making trip. No no exaggeration. Uh, Jeff, who used to be a regular on the show, w- was trying to get people to go to Hamnassa for a long time. And we kind of – he he was kind of the coordinator of this trip, and it kind of got thrown together on on Kyle's trip for his bachelor weekend in Philadelphia. And it, it kind of just came up fast, and we we just like, hey, it's here. Let's, let's do this. Um, and it was really just a, a big booze fest. <laughs> Um, as, it, as most things that we do right. are, it was kind of like a picking up right where we left off from uh, my trip, my my bachelor weekend last year. Nice. Uh, it's just you know, we, you know, we played, we brought the 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 disc. I mean, um, the net for for disc golf. Can we, jam? No, we didn't play. We, no, not can jam. We oh, brought the okay. um, the basket for uh, disc golf, and we gotcha. we played like pig. And I brought bocce. We played that, but it was funny. We we would play a game for like five or ten minutes, and like, man, I just got to sit down again. Like it's just, it's just you're not, fucking getting old, dude. I, I think we're all just terribly out of shape. But I, I did my best. I I started on Saturday morning at eight a.m. Cracked my first beer, and I didn't stop until two a.m. the next morning. Good band. So I felt pretty terrible. My body did not like me. Oh, sure, but I'm sure that sounds like it's a it's a real good way to ruin a ruin a Monday morning. Oh yeah, uh, but it was it was pretty laid back. Um, Kyle and Pat were there Friday night. We got you know pretty wild there. Played some some, some beer pong, and uh, they left. And then on 
the following night, it was just Jeff, Paul, Mock, and myself, and it was just really kind of sitting around the fire. So it it, it was fun. We you know we did our fair share of drinking. We, you know, cooked. We basically ate only hamburgers and hot dogs, as um, you do. And uh, yeah, it it was a good time. You know, we we wish you were there, but we'll with better planning. We'll we'll do this again. Oh because, yeah. Because the thing is, it's so cheap. I think for forty dollars you get a site for a weekend. So I mean, basically, it's it's super attainable. And uh, I think the biggest... do you sleep in Paul this weekend? I'm sorry. Did you sleep in the same tent as Paul this weekend? No. I so I I brought my own tent. Now get this. this, this so Kyle opted to sleep in my tent. And oh, okay. um, so I I had brought I, I didn't know what was kind of happening, but all I brought was like um you know those really <laughs> long um they're like outdoor chairs, but you like lay down in them. It's not not yep. a not a hammer. I, know what I don't know, but it has like a cushion. So I brought two of those. So I think all right, if if someone needs one, they could have one. If not, I get both. Great. Uh, Kyle says he's gonna sleep in my tent. Fine. We go to bed at whatever time. Fairly late, you know. Been drinking. And uh, at some point in the middle of the night, Kyle left the tent. <laughs> so not only did he leave the tent, he didn't close the door to my tent. So I woke oh, up no. woke up to an open tent. And then the guy went and slept in my car. Didn't even ask. So Sounds like a Kyle move. Yeah, sounds so, like a you move, but so, sounds like a Kyle move. So at least I would ask. So basically he invites himself into my residence bails out in the middle of the night, doesn't close the door, and then sleeps in my car. Did he at least shut the door to the car? Yeah, I mean, and okay. I got a, a somewhat funny picture I'll, I'll, I'll send you. I mean, it's like looking in a fish tank. It's, <laughs> it's like a sleeping sea animal. So, Mock mentioned in the group chat today that there is some kind of video that I need to see. Is that from this weekend? Yeah, so uh, it, it's it's the baby bird. Oh no! From the uh, the I think it was Memorial Day. Yeah. Oh no! So the the, the that egg happened this weekend. The egg happened. So I I'm sorry no. you missed a scene in person. Uh, no, I'm all right. But it was just as anticipated. You know, after after much arguing, you know, I I usually do the the filming for these disgusting videos, yeah. and after I, I started filming the first time, it was like three minutes of back and forth. I had to stop. I was like, okay, are we doing this or not? Start filming a second time. Uh, just as you imagine, Kyle, I mean, uh, Paul spits the egg into Kyle's mouth. Once the yolk hits, Kyle immediately starts heaving, (laughs) spits it out on the ground, walks over to the tree line and just Ralph's nice. So good. Not, not quite as good as puking in the KFC drive through, but it's on par. (laughs) So we'll we'll have you see that. Mm, I I can wait. (laughs) Ugh. Listen, it's his fault. You know, he, he comes in. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he makes these outrageous claims and then doesn't want to back it up. So we, we call him on his shit. Oh, yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. When he gets in here, the first thing I'm going to say is, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, man, that, that was it. Well, so, you know, good times. There's some other stories we'll tell off the air uh, when we get together. Uh, but, <laughs> but otherwise, it was, otherwise, it was a good trip. Well, I'm glad to hear it. So, hey, listen, I was on Twitter the other day, mm-hmm. and I found this 90s all-star, like, one of those things where you'd, like, spend $5, and you can pick, like, somebody from the top row, $4 for somebody from the next row. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Find one of those for like building your offense. I thought that would be fun to try and do on the show. All right, I'm in. All right, so how do you want to start? Do you want to build the skill positions first, or do you want to go quarterback first? Let's do quarterback. No, wait, is this something that, you know, is it going to be like you versus me, or are we going to build it together? Um, why don't we do both? Okay. Let's, let's do, let's do, uh, hmm, let's do together first. Okay. And I'll send this to you real quick, just so you have it in front of you. Uh, and you said let's do skill position first uh quarterback first quarterback first all right so for the listeners quarterbacks that are available are troy aikman john elway brett farva dan marino <laughs> and steve young already can tell you steve young is out <laughs> and for no other reason than he's a 49 <laughs> hey fair enough um, but this is our together draft, so I will uh step aside for the together draft if you wanted Steve Young. But no, I think of the four available, I would probably pick one of those before Steve Young anyway, so it kind of works out. I think I personally would go with Troy. So for me, I don't know, it's hard. Well, so what's your reasoning for Troy? The clutch gene, regardless, because he's going to have all the talent in the world with him. So we know he can throw the football. He's fine. The clutch gene, more so than, definitely more so than Dan Marino, because he only made it to one Super Bowl. Uh, Favre, you could say he has the clutch gene, but he also has that pick, like, for four times a season where he throws the game away on the last pass. Yeah. Well, things too, like of this list, it's kind of odd because Favre, I think his his prominence was probably, I want to say, 90, yeah, I would say like 96 to 06, like where a lot of these guys, they kind of tapered over from the 80s into the 90s. And, right. and, and Steve Young, for that matter, was like a backup for a long time before getting the, the gig in San Fran. Right. So for me, I, for me, it'd be... be Dan Marino or Troy Aikman. And I think for what you mentioned, I, I think the the three Super Bowls definitely you know pay the bills for this. Yeah. So I think we'll go with Troy on that as much as it pays me to have yeah. a cowboy. Um you want to do running backs, wide receivers, or tight ends next? Uh we'll do running backs. All right, we'll go in order. So you got Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, Thurman Thomas. Terrell Davis and Marshall Falk. So, so there's an argument to be made for three of these guys, I think. Yeah. I was surprised that Marshall Falk made this list because I kind of like, I feel like he fell into the same thing that Brett Favre did, like timing wise. Yeah. Like, obviously, he played in the 90s, but like, like you remember that, him from the 2000 Rams squad. Right. It just, I, I think it's just kind of like an odd, I mean, maybe he's the next guy that's most qualified. But. Maybe, I I in terms of talent, I think it comes down to Emmett Smith, who played with Troy, mm-hmm. Barry Sanders, who's one of the best pure running backs of all time, or Marshall Falk, who was that double threat receiver that would have just thrived in Jimmy Johnson's system. So I, I I'm kind of with you. I'm gonna definitely throw Terrell Davis out, though I think he's deserving of everything that he has. 
Um, he's, I mean, injuries are injuries. You can't, you can't control that. Um, yeah. But as far as like the grand scheme of things, I think these guys that we just mentioned are more important. Um, I think my, my gut immediately went for Barry Sanders. Mine too, honestly. Um, Cause you know, j- just the, the looseness and the be able to turn, you know, every something out of nothing. What um, he did with the Lions. Imagine what he did with Emmett Smith's Cowboys team. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's Barry Sanders naysayers were, and they, they, they have some, you know, qualifying things to say when like, Oh, for every three of his good runs, there was one atrocious one. Like, yeah, that's true. But you have to take the good with the bad. That goes for anything. And his stuff was really, really good. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like I would, I would go Barry here. I would agree with that. Yeah. Emmett Smith. Yeah. Really good. You know, obviously leading rusher of all time. Yeah. Um, broken. Yeah. But you, I mean, part of that too, is he's a guy that he had a really good nineties, but this guy kind of like hung around for a while afterwards. Right. So, all right, let's do wide receivers. So we are going to go with each row. Mm -hmm. So wide receivers, Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin, Sterling Sharp, Rod Smith, and Marvin Harrison. Is there a question? I mean, I feel like it has to be Jerry Rice. The only thing I think you can even begin to question is chemistry. Yeah, that's true. And that's about it. Everything else, the other three, I'm sorry, just don't even make the quota for this. Yeah. I mean, that's what's really hard. In terms hard. of having Troy for quarterback. Yeah. By doing something like this, there's just, there's these players that they immediately jump at you and it kind of, it like, it, it keeps you from, like, seeing anything else. Yeah. Like, I just, unfortunately, like, I, I like these guys. You know, Sterling Sharp was really all good. Uh, uh, Rod Smith was exciting. <laughs> undrafted to becoming one of the greatest wide receivers. Um, oddly, Marvin Harrison kind of falls into that late nineties, more early two thousands being kind of more relevant then in, in my opinion anyway. Yeah. Cause I mean, he played with Peyton all those years yeah. in Indianapolis and that trended more into the two thousands, but. All right. Second row. Jerry Rice, obviously, right? Yeah. Just for sake of it. All right, second row, Chris Carter, Tim Brown, Isaac Bruce, T.O., and Randy Moss. Now, this is interesting. I think this is more deservedly like, hey, we could talk about this. Um, T.O., I may say no just because, yes, he played in the 90s, but it's that that's the Marvin Harrison thing. 90s into the 2000s, you know, he, he, he was successful – Basically, his entire career, T.O. has been pretty successful. And he, he played for a long time. Um, you know, Randy Moss, kind of that same deal. Uh, I, I would I would argue that Randy Moss had a really great late 90s, quiet, early 2000s. And yeah, I mean, he was drafted in 98, so. Yeah, I, I think he's got to be out. Yeah. Um. Uh- I like Isaac Bruce a lot. Um, I, I he was ninety four, so he fits. Yeah, and then Chris Carter. I mean, I and poor Tim Brown, but I don't think he makes the cut there. No, I I agree. Uh, 
I, I'm, I think I have to go Chris Carter here, unless you disagree. Nah, nah, I'm all right with it. It, it, it's tough, and he's. I think that's fair though. And like, I, I would say, you know, if if one thing Chris Carter has is per, perhaps perhaps better hands than Jerry Rice. I mean, I think there's there's some camps that would argue that. Uh, Jerry had some bad drops in his first couple of years. Where, like, I mean, you've seen those ridiculous like training camp tapes of Chris Carter. Right. It's like it's unbelievable. Yep. Um. So we have so far Troy Aikman, Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice, and Chris Carter. Pretty good offense. Yeah. Let's finish it off with tight end. We have Shannon Sharp, Ben Coates. Uh, Jay Novacek, uh, Novacek, Novacek. Uh, I've, I've always heard Novacek, Novacek. All right, Brent Jones and Tony Gonzalez. All right, now this is, I think this is really honestly two names, yeah. So it's it's interesting because you know the tight ends of the 90s were not the tight ends that we know today, no. So, I mean, in to like Shannon the sharp was, yes, and in to the names listed, I think to like the the average fan, there's probably only three names that they would even know in right. being Sharp, Gonzalez, and m- maybe Ben Coates. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't think any, a lot of people know Brent Jones or Gene Novacek as household names. Um, no. no disrespect, um, but they, they just weren't the exciting things on the field. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Ben Coates was a, a solid player, but the, the, the Patriots were kind of weird where they, they had that, we'll call it like a three to four year span with um, Drew Bledsoe, where, I mean, they, yeah. they, they were pretty good. They were, they were kind of firing on all cylinders. Uh, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Packers. But I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think he makes the cut. And I think for Tony Gonzalez, it kinda, he falls into that. 90s 2000s thing you know where i think shannon sharp was more 90s through and through uh because i want to say shannon sharp was he was on that baltimore ravens team that won in 2000 yep but i mean maybe did he play like maybe one year after that i don't i don't even remember let's see shannon sharp yep uh, played from ninety until two thousand three. Okay. Ski up. Um. Then Tony Gonzalez. Feel bad that I don't know what year he was drafted. Uh, ninety seven to two thousand thirteen. And that's the thing. Like Gonzalez was pretty much consistent his entire career. Right. Um, but I, I'm leaning pretty hard into this being pretty much like 90s exclusive like yeah uh, primarily so it's got to be sharp yeah for, it's got to be sharp yeah and, all right so we've finished off with aikman emmett or i'm sorry aikman barry sanders jerry rice chris carter and shannon sharp yeah i mean imagine having that in you know plenty playing fantasy football in in, in the 90s <laughs> All right, so this is this is really funny. I want to I want to sh- uh, send you a quick tweet, and it's just gonna make you mad. Uh, and then I'll tell the listeners at home what it is as soon as you watch it. 
Um, but I was just scrolling Twitter trying to find something uh, that I wanted to talk about earlier, and this popped up, and I could not send this to you. The anticipation right. is killing me. All right, well, there it goes. It's on its way over. Um, oh, I just got it. Let's see. <laughs> of course, I touched it. So, for the listeners at home, um, the mass is a very big redditor who likes to talk in third person, uh, and one of the uh, biggest memes on the site and also on the NFL subreddit is the Manning face. So Tom Brady just did a uh, Twitter video having a GoPro pointed at his forehead and said the kids are calling it the Peyton ankle, which is fucking hysterical. That is so ridiculous. And you know, it's funny. I'm watching this video. It doesn't even look like Tom Brady. You, oh, there, no. There's not even any like discernible features. It's just like a forehead in it. <laughs> Which is again just fucking hysterical. I love the like, fact that he continues to shit on the two of them after they both retired. The more times you watch it, you definitely know it's Tom Brady. You just there's like oh, yeah. certain little features that pop out. But I, like I said, I used to despise him. As Tag was on, like he is just much more entertaining. He just seems like a regular guy. Just like ever since he left the Patriots, yeah, he's like he's not a stiff anymore. Belichick doesn't have a stick of his ass. Yeah. Which we're all the luckier for because Tom Brady is fucking hysterical. <laughs> Assuming that this is in fact him on his social media, not some publicist I think, paying dollars. I mean, it's gotta be, I mean. I, mean, I hope it's him. That guy's got nothing but time. I I really do hope it's him. Um, but <sighs> who the fuck knows anymore? I know. Um Let's see, where was the... Something that I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, AJ Brown yesterday said that he was the best receiver ever to play for the Titans franchise. (laughs) Do you disagree or agree? I disagree. Who jumps to your head number one overall? Um, So... The first off the of the bat, I was kind of like there was, there was a couple names that ran through. Um, Kevin Dyson, I mean, I think was impactful. Um, there was uh, um, what can I think of his name now? Um, he played for Baltimore too. Um, Mason. Yeah, uh, De- uh, Derek Mason. Yep. Yeah, I I think you know that that guy was you know he he was important because you know the, the Titans as we know it. Were from what two thousand two on? Because they were, they were the ten- that, yeah. Tennessee Oilers for like two seasons, uh, and like other than the like the Oilers, which were like prominent in the the seventies, like there's not there has to be like really like a lot of household names for the Titans. I, and but like, people forget that like with with Steve McNair and you know to to some degrees like with with like Kerry Collins, like the Titans were, were good. Like, not for like long, like there, there was never like a, a six year run that I recall no, with Tennessee, like two years here and there, but like they, they were consistent, like good for two years, bad for 
a year or two. Good for two years. So, you know, it's not like that Tennessee is completely like, oh, it, it took A.J. Brown to put this team on the map. So I, I think that's a ridiculous comment. Listen, you're good. You're a good player. But I don't know. I I agree. He didn't play there long enough. And I he put up good numbers, but he was hurt the last two years. Yeah. So uh, real quick, I'm I'm pulling up. I just want to see some other names I may have forgotten. Um, I mean, yeah. Don't listen. There, there's plenty of duds in there. I oh mean, yeah. The Kenny Brits of the world. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Britt was our first thousand yard receiver in ten years. <laughs> Fun fact: Austin Davis and Kellen Clemens throwing them the ball, <laughs> and Sean Hill that season too, I believe. <laughs> legendary oh some good names i can remember from my time uh when the uh the rails were not so great tj yates is in there oh uh, man tj yates who we traded for and then traded back to the texans <laughs> uh case keenum uh man some really good names yeah, so I mean, I'm looking at the like the pro football reference, like the top receivers for the Titans, and it's not. Listen, it, we get it. It's not a really overwhelming list. It it, it isn't. Um, but to say he's the best all time for a guy who played there for what three seasons, and to be 16th all time receiving, I, I mean, take a chill pill, guy. You know, piss off. In his defense, he was accosted by somebody on Twitter. And that was his response to them, but still, though. Yeah, I mean, though not a not a receiver, but Frank Wycheck, you know, that was a big deal. Uh, I mean, he played there for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah, but for me, like D- Derek Derek Mason alone is is enough for me to like you're wrong. <laughs> and actually, Nate Washington, uh, who's a Steeler, by the way, he played there for a lot longer than I thought, two thousand nine to twenty fourteen. Interesting. Did not know that. Yeah. And uh, also higher than uh, A.J. Brown. So take that. Good enough. Hey, I just because we got talking about really obscure players, I Googled a list of obscure NFL players. I got one here that I want to see if you can try and guess. Okay. Uh, so go ahead whenever you're ready. I would do like 20 question style. Yeah. All right. Um. Did we see him play? Uh, he played from 97 on, so yeah. Okay. Um, skill position? Yes. Uh, wide receiver? No. Running back? Yes. Uh, he played for any of our teams? He did not. Okay. I'm also not keeping track of my questions, so... <laughs> we're we're going to go past 20. All right. Um... Was this guy primarily just in every down back, or did he kind of get in special teams action? Uh, as far as I know, he was primarily a special teams back. Okay. Or, I'm um, sorry, uh, a every down back, not every, a special teams back. Okay. Every down. Every down. Um, did he play for more than three teams? He did not. Did he play for exactly three teams? He did not. Was he a one-team his entire career guy? He was not. All right, so he played for two teams. He did. <laughs> um, both AFC? Uh, no. Both NFC? 
Yes. Um, did this guy play for the 49ers? He did not. Um, Freebie hit, same division, both teams. Okay. Uh, NFC West. Nope. Can't wait to be the last guess I have. North? Nope. Here we go. South? Yes. I mean, it's still just as bad having to go through. <laughs> All right. Um, was he a Panther? He was not. Um, Buccaneer? Yes, he was a Buck. Okay. Um, Buccaneer Falcon? Yes. Warwick Dunn? Yes, it is Warwick Dunn. I liked him. He brought the... Very, very obscure and underrated. Apparently one offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, he... Uh, there was a, a period of time where they, like, they brought back, like, the Dirty Bird dance from the 90s, and he was, like, oh, a, a, he was, like a major part of doing that. Ugh, that's so weird. <laughs> he was good. I mean, that that was... And it was... He kind of had an interesting career in the sense that for... For the, both his time for both teams, like he he had kind of like you know times with uh, Michael Vick uh, during. I'm trying to remember what the span would have been, and like that was a major part of that offense, even though Vick was the whole show. Um, and then I could. It's way before I started watching. And then I want I want to say I gotta look it up now. Um, who the quarterback was in Tampa at the time. Come on. I think it was um, Brad Johnson, which uh, he was not excellent, but he uh, won a but Super he was... Bowl. <laughs> Just got to look it up this way. Brad Johnson. So I was wrong. Brad Johnson was not there at the time. Who was the quarterback then? Let's see. Quarterback for... I guess His rookie be... year or while he was... Well, I mean, I guess like 98 or... Uh, Chris Chandler? Oh. Uh, Trent Dilfer, sorry. Oh, well, Trent. Work done this year. Yeah, so it was, it was Trent Dilfer? Trent Dilfer was quarterback for the Bucks in 98. Wow. I mean, a guy who won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, but... Yeah. So, another guy, I mean, he, he wasn't a terrible, serviceable guy. I mean, I I, I could have sworn it was Brad Johnson, but they, they didn't they didn't cross, cross paths timing-wise. Eh, maybe later they did. You know, it's funny when I was just... Waiting for you to get the text. I was just rattling off really bad St. Louis Rams quarterbacks. <laughs> I guarantee you, I could name the entire 2012 active roster on or on offense, probably on defense too. Just, because what? Just off the top of your head? Just off the top of my head. All right. Well, I actually want to see if you can do this. I'm gonna get the the roster up. 
purely because this was like the first year I had started watching and I really wanted to try and get to know these players. So I started trying to memorize everybody I could. <laughs> uh, so you're saying 2012? Yeah. All right. Let's see how many you can get just kind of, I mean, no particular order. Just, uh, all right, let's let's stick with the offense first. I know Sam Bradford was the quarterback that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we still had uh, Kellen Clubmans, and that was the year we drafted Austin Davis, or I'm sorry, signed him as a unrestricted free agent. Um, running backs, I think that was the year we drafted Isaiah Pede. Yep, that might have been next year. That oh, okay, yeah, he was there. Steven Jackson was still the starting running back there. Our half or our fullback was Corey Harkey. Uh, all right, so I'm going to try for the wide receivers. Danny Amendola. Yep. Gibson. Yep. Pettis. Yep. Quick. Yep. Am I missing one or two? You are missing. Two. I'll give you a hint. You don't particularly care for this guy. Fucking Chris Givens. Yep. <laughs> and and any Britt there yet? No. In fact, if this guy is who I think it is, I'm actually surprised. Yeah, it is him. So you might be surprised too. You Barry, hit me. You had the other Steve Smith. <laughs> that's very funny he played in nine games started two of them and uh he had wow he had 14 receptions wow good for him uh for 131 yards yeah i thought he was gonna be like a, a non-factor but i mean 14 catches is pretty good the, the, yeah, the, good the other number is pretty funny though on 25 that's targets <laughs> oh for a guy coming off the bench he's throwing it a whole lot not a lot to show for it yeah. Uh, let's see. Tight ends. I know Kendricks is there. I don't know if Jose Manzada was still there or not. No, I'm not seeing him. Got okay. Kendricks, though. Uh, we'll move to the offensive line, unless there's another tight end that is a depth piece that I have no idea who that is. No, I think you got it. I mean, there's a name here that I sort of remembered, and I think he was listed at the two at the time matthew mulligan but that 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 might just be by chance maybe somebody got hurt and you know having maybe um let's see we'll go offensive line i remember barksdale was there i remember saffold was there uh arnie was our center I can't remember the the other guard's name or either of the guard's names. These are tough. I mean, like, I, I, I even think to myself, like, there are certain offensive linemen you just kind of always remember for whatever reason. But unfortunately, being as a position is not super sexy, especially to the fan. There's a lot of names that just kind of fall through the cracks forever. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, good, good on you for Saffold. I, I'll always remember we had Saffold drafted him as a tackle 
never panned out, but was an is an awesome guard still. I believe he's in Buffalo now. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty originally, sure he's still picking. Originally left to go sign with the Raiders, failed his physical, came back and signed a five year deal with us, and was on a, our team for the 2018 Super Bowl run. Huh. Then he went to the Titans. Um, defensive line, I will remember for the rest of my days. Uh, Michael Brockers. Yep. Uh, Will Hayes. Yep. Langford. Chris Long. First Rams jersey I ever owned, by the way. Chris Long, number 72 before uh, Kevin Green left. At, or was it Kevin Green that had 91 before him? Might have been. Um, no, because that doesn't fit timeline wise. Hold on one second. Chris Law. Uh, 72. Wait, um, but he was, he was number 72 first? Yeah. Uh, in 2011, Chris Long decided to change his jersey number from 72 to his former collegiate number 91, worn by Leonard Little. Yeah, he was 72 for two years, I believe. I uh, remember that now. I'm thinking about it. Bobby Quinn yep. and Eugene Simmons. Yep. And they were not great, but that's my second favorite pass rush squad of all time because they all had the fucking energy to go. <laughs> all the time. They were great. Um. <laughs> linebackers I know off the top of my head right away. Amy Laurinaitis and Jolon Dunbar. Yep. Two hilarious names in retrospect. Oh yeah. Jolon was one of my I loved him for a long time. Realized later he was not good. <laughs> uh, but that's alright. Uh, hey, he had a masterful four and a half sack season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was better than Jamie in coverage though. Uh, defensive backs fucking hated this crew. Uh, Cortland Finnegan. Sucks. Craig Dahl. Janoris Jenkins. Tremaine Johnson. Rodney McLeod. Quentin Michael. Fun fact, I believe it's Quentin Michael. I might be wrong on that. That used to work in the Edward Jones Dome uh, oh, really? in college and got drafted by them, so that was pretty cool. Might not have been Quentin Michael, so I might be misremembering that. So, you know what's funny? This secondary had a lot of guys who kind of hung around for a while. Yeah, you want to know one who won a Super Bowl? Who? Starting strong safety, Darian Stewart. Really? Yeah. With who? One Super Bowl with the, with the Broncos. Oh, really? Yep. So, you know what's funny? I, I actually didn't remember um, you guys having Jenkins and... Jackrabbit. Yeah. and Out of Florida State in the second round and pro football reference wasting no time i was updating his name to jack rabbit jenkins well fun fact he actually legally changed his name to jack i know rabbit. it makes me so mad it's oh yeah me too so ridiculous uh, and, and not even funny no but uh quentin michael uh did he yep is he well no he at the he's probably retired now oh yeah he's he's long retired at yeah. this point um was he what was he an eagle as well am i uh, Actually, just click it, find out. Yeah, he was an eagle. Was he? Yeah, he was an eagle before. Uh, so was Rod. So was Rod McLeod. He might still be an eagle. Um, 
and I was wrong. It was Maurice Alexander who we drafted in 2014 that uh, used to work at the Edward Jones Dome as a janitor. Hey, still pretty cool. You know, it's funny yeah. if, if that's that's almost something worth making a movie, but it's it's like not it's interesting not. enough, to, like, especially because he wasn't good, right? Like there's been other sports, like like The Blind Side and all that. Like, Ooh. like, I remembered, I remembered uh, one of our guards, Harvey Dahl. Yep, because Harvey Dahl was a fucking monster on the line. I loved him. And you know what's interesting too? I mean, that's kind of a unique last name for you guys to have two guys with the same last name. Yeah. In Craig and Harvey. Yep. It's weird. And Craig Dahl was fucking ruthless. Yeah. Um, it's almost as bad as what was the name of the bear safety that Paul hates? Um, White dude. It's Chris, uh, Conti. Chris Conti. Yep. Yeah. Very much in the same vein. <laughs> Well, I'll give you credit. Uh, it's a pretty good memory. I couldn't tell you anything about the years further past that. I might be able to do the last two years. But 2012 is the is the roster I remembered. Hell, I can even tell you we drafted Rakavius Watkins in the fifth round as a tackle out of week four. Is... No, no, it was a red team. Whatever team it was, he came to camp fat and out of shape, never worked out, cut his ass. <laughs> Um, I mean, th- th- this is an easy one, but what, what about your uh, special teams? <laughs> Greg the Leg Legatron. Boo. Fuck you. It's on ESPN. I, listen, I don't have to like it. Neither do I, but it's there. So it wasn't just me, Johnny Hecker, and then long snapper Jake McQuaid. It's the, the team was finally broken up last season or this season when we cut Johnny Hecker. Yep, the last uh, last piece of tape. So right now, from the Jeff Fisher era, all that's left is Aaron Donald and there was one more person who was still left. Like as drafted by that regime? Yeah. There's somebody else that was left. Give me a second. I'm going to see who, who the holdovers still are. Um, <laughs> LaMarcus Jr. <laughs> Trey Mason. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, And Rob haven't seen. He was the tackle we drafted. Oh, oh that's cool. Year. You know, kind of on the same vein, I was doing some research on uh, Cooper Cup a few weeks back. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. And... I had kind of forgotten because I remember he had gotten hurt, but in my head, yeah. I was convinced he played in that first Super Bowl. Oh, Torres ACL yeah. against the Seahawks, I believe. It's funny. In my head, I was thinking those were different seasons, and I was looking through like, how did he not have any catches at the time? But then I was like, oh, well, that that makes sense. Yeah, that'll do it. Having no ACL in your leg will. Yeah. will throw. Fun fact: Cooper Cup after he tore his ACL. Took time with uh, some of the Rams staff and his own trainer. Learned how to like run again with a different form. Mm-hmm. His forty second or his forty time when he ran in uh, for the combine by like three tenths of a second after learning how to run again. And so it, he got faster after an ACL. So trainer. that's a real thing, and this goes out to anyone who's listening. You may not be slow. You may just not ho- know how to run. 
that that is that is for sure a thing and i've said this forever that this i've seen people who are just the, they're they're ugly runners now we, we joke about like like rebecca being really slow it's just because she doesn't know how to do it i i i, I watch it it's like there's no there's no functionality that makes any sense it's mm-hmm. a, and there's people there's just people like that I, I i can't really explain it other than if like if you go to a, a physical trainer and they look at how you use your body right <laughs> but yeah I, that is so funny you mentioned that because that that for sure is a thing and for athletes too you know you hear oh, acl either done done forever or they're going to be limited in some capacity but yeah that, that's kind of not the case anymore and like we've seen it with pitchers you know hey Tommy John surgery now is almost like better, you know. Get right. Tommy John, you come back a better pitcher nowadays. But it's it's certainly interesting. And I'm I'm excited, you know. Knock on whatever here would. Um, I, I really hope that we get at least we'll call it. I don't agree. Five more good years of Cooper Cup before we kind of, you know. I would. Uh, nothing would make me happier. I I want to see him go into the hall now, but because you figure he's. He's 28 now, which is really weird because, like, you know, he's our age. He came out of college later. I think he was 24 or 25 when he came out. And, fun fact, two days from now, it'll be his birthday. Yes. So, uh, we're recording today on the 13th of June. So, uh, be sure to, uh, on the 15th, send Cooper Cup uh, your birthday wishes on Twitter. And if you don't, if you send him something else mean, I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> that man is a saint. Um, did you see that he showed up to sign his deal wearing a Stafford jersey? So funny, such a weird flex. Those two are just like the best. It's it's the best thing ever. Oh, a question for you: Why? So why did he change his number? Cup. Yeah. So ten wasn't available when he got to the Rams when he was drafted. Um, he wore eighteen, right? Correct. So it's, uh, 10 was his collegiate number? I believe it was. Give me one second. I'm going to double check that. Because I always thought that was kind of weird because I know they did like that number realignment and, and 10 was always kind of a receiver number anyway. Yes. But, number in college. So I, I guess that that, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, but I was like, oh, like 18, that's a cool receiver number. I was kind of upset when he changed it. Is. it. But unfortunately – the one that's stuck in my head with it is Kenny Brett. So, there's <laughs> that. Uh, so yeah. Um, I'll always love you, Kenny Brett. Give us a thousand yard receiver when we didn't have any business having one. Yeah. Remember when he broke that too? Uh, no, he broke the 800 yard mark, which we hadn't had in 10 years. Proceeded to get a thousand, but he, he got the 800 yard mark on a go. God. Why do I know this? I'm like a go route against the Chargers. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you guys didn't have an over 800 yard receiver in 10 years? It was, it was a pretty long time. Let me see if I can find the receiving stats on pro Because I was going to say, like, even if your team is bad, like a lot of times you just by you sh- how bad <laughs> the Rams were. I know, but just by like sure chance, like somebody's just going to break, like I have like a thousand and four yards on the season. All right, so the 2000 – here, let's see. Let's go to the season where we had 1,000 yards. I'll go from there. Uh, receiving yards wasn't that year. Let's go to the next year. Receiving yards 
wasn't that year. Oh my God, Jared Cook was around. Uh, receiving yards. You know, Kendall, I might, I might have been wrong. Uh, <laughs> it might have been not a thousand yard season. It might have been a. We did better than seven hundred for the first time in forever. Oh my God. Uh, let's see yards. Nope, there it is. So Kenny Britt got us a thousand yard season with a thousand and two yards <laughs> in 2016. Wow. So 2015, our top yard. We're gonna go back. 2016 was the one. Uh Kenny Britt was the year before with 681. Uh, the year before that, in 2014, was 748 by Kenny Britt. Uh, 2013 was 671 by Jared Cook. The year before that was 698 by Chris Gibbons. Oh, my God. 2011, the season I started watching, was... Brandon Lloyd with 683. The next closest receiver had 431. 2010. Uh, yards. 689 by Danny Glasscannon and Amendola. Uh, 2009 is 589 yards by a guy I've never even fucking heard of. Who are you? What's his name? Donnie Avery. Oh, I remember him. He was kind of whatever. He had 589 yards and that led our team in 2009. 2008, Torrey Holt had 796 yards. 2007 was Torrey Holt with a, or with 1,200 yards. So nine years of not even 1,000 yards. I mean, that's incredible to me. Like, I understand, like, you have some bad years, and let's say maybe you can go four or five years without having 1,000 yards, but almost 10 seasons without a 1,000 yards before. There's a reason the Rams were a laughing stock for a long part of my viewership. <laughs> and let it ever be said, I was a bandwagon fan. I started in 2011. Yeah, that's the real nitty gritty. I started when they had gone two and eleven, no, two and fourteen the year prior. No bad <laughs> Uh But yeah, I I can remember a good portion of those those dark days. I remember I was sitting in a Raymore and Flanagan when the news broke that we traded <laughs> Sam Bradford for Nick Foles. <laughs> What an interesting time to be a Rams fan. <laughs> I remember the year before, I was buying my new car, my uh, my second car. We were in the dealership parking lot when I got the text alert that Sam Bradford had torn his ACL <laughs> uh, in a preseason game against the Browns. D- dark days. I remember a lot. <laughs> Probably more well than I should. Well, you know, you you had to put up with, you know, Jeff Fisher for five years, whatever it was. He did his best. I no longer hate Jeff. I actually like Jeff Fisher. Um, 
he seems like a cool dude. He's a player's coach, so everybody loves him. He just yeah. has a lot of coaches who refused to grow. Yeah, there's those guys who are like, hey, this is the way we do it, like it or leave. And he definitely seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, he, he's a guy who's stuck in the 80s and 90s of the ground pound game of football when that just wasn't the trend when he was coaching anymore. He's uh, coaching USFL, right? He is. He's he's coaching the Panthers. I have not kept up at all with that. Not even like – and not for – I mean, this, I don't care, but not for a lack of like, oh, it's so uninteresting. It's just like, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's white noise. Right. It's, it's As far as I'm concerned, it's just like, hey, this happens to be going on. I, I'm not I'm not going to like ever I, – I don't ever see myself watching a season of that. I just don't. If I ever stumbled on, on TV, I'm not, I probably wouldn't turn it off, at least not right away. Yeah. But – I don't see what it's about. I've been uh, not really watching, but I've kind of kept some tabs on the fan control of football. Did you, did you see that? Oh, did I lose you, Mass? I may have lost you. Or muted or something. But yeah, I'm trying to, I, I've, I've kind of kept tabs on the fan control of football, which is so, somewhat interesting. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I was I lost her. I was like, "Oh no, you did." <laughs> um, let's see. I had something done this past weekend. I want to see if I can find it real quick. Let's see. This is the site, so I should have my password to sign in. Here we go. Um, I think we might leave this for when Kyle and Mock get here. Um, I have made a bracket, which we haven't done. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if they're jumping on. And it is a bracket of the best NFL nicknames in history. Hmm. All right. So do you remember the other day when I sent the Legatron thing in the chat? Yes. It's because I was doing research and it showed up on ESPN and I was like, fuck you guys. Um, Listen, I always believed you, but I just didn't like it. Nobody liked it. Well, I kind of liked it, but um, let's see. What can, well, Kyle says he's almost home. So I don't know about that, but Kyle's almost home is probably 30 minutes. Right. Um, well, too, let's see. If um by nine thirty, if uh neither of them are on, I think you you know we'll just we'll just go for it. Let's see. Other teams. There is something I saw people uh doing the other day. And I want to see if we can do something along the lines of it. So you probably remember the great Ed Reed as a dominant safety for the Baltimore Ravens from 2002 to 2012. Probably remember him for being a Super Bowl champion and NFL Defensive Player of the Year, five-team first all-pro, nine-time pro Pro bowler, led the league in interceptions for three years, 
and was a member of the Hall of Fame in the 100th anniversary all-time team. Which you probably didn't know, Kendall, you probably know, is that he played for two other teams at the end of his career. Kendall, can you name them both? Uh, one was Houston. Correct. And was the other the Jets? It sure was. Yeah, I remember him kind of having a an unglamorous end to his career. Considering that he played for the Texans and the Jets in the same year of 2013. Yeah, I always feel bad for guys who are, you know, legendary in their own, own right. And it kind of just, they, they don't have the chance to kind of like ride off into the sunset, whether they're chasing that last ring or just they're not ready to hang it up and they, the team doesn't want to continue with them. Like that yeah. that's a guy that I feel like, like people aren't going to really remember though that those two teams, but no, it's just kind of, absolutely like, not. I don't know. It just makes you, I don't know. You feel kind of like dirty for knowing it. <laughs> so here's a, here's another couple of them. We're going to do just to try and eat up some time while we wait for the guys to get on. Though uh, I will say, I think he did have like one or two picks in that stint. Let's see if I, I'll reopen his tab real quick. Ed Reed, come back and tell me how you did. Ed Reed, let's see. Uh, three interceptions yeah. as a member of the New York Jets from week 14 on. Yeah, so it uh, wasn't a total bust, but... No. And it does not say that he recorded any interceptions as a Texan. Yeah, probably not. He did not. But three is a jet in like yeah, I mean five games. Not bad. Um yeah, it looks like he actually went went under surgery right before signing with the Texans, which could explain the injuries fucking yeah. all the time. Um Sean Edward Alexander is a former professional football player who was a running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Sean Alexander, I believe, is the most recent. No, because Adrian Peterson won an MVP, right? Yes. Pretty sure. So he's one of the last two uh, players, besides a quarterback, to win an MVP. Uh, was an Offensive Player of the Year the same year. Finished with a first-team All-Pro and a second-team All-Pro and three Pro Bowls. Also led the league in scoring in 2005. Could you tell us the other team he played for? So as soon as you said his name, I feel like I remembered him playing for Washington. Is that correct? Sure did. Yeah. Finished out in Washington. He rushed for 24 yards in his final four games. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that was fun, but let's see if we can go <laughs> a little bit deeper and see if I can start to actually test your knowledge because those guys were number one and number two on that list. So, yeah, I mean, I remember Sean Alexander. You know, after after that Super Bowl run, I want to say there was like one good more year in Seattle, and then was that the year that Hasselbeck said we want the ball and we're going to score? No, no, that was. That was in the earlier 2000s because he ended up throwing that pick against the Packers. I want to say, yep. it was, I think it was Al Harris who picked him off. That's one of those. 
that's like a real cringy sports moment that like even though I don't care when it comes on, I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. It's still very funny. <laughs> um Jamal Rashad Jones Charles is a former American football running back, played college for the University of Texas, was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs in the third round of the 2018 NFL draft, finished his career with two first team all pros, one second team, and four Pro Bowls. Can you tell me the other two teams Jamal Charles played for? Man, I know he did, and I'll never think of him. Um, I'm I'll give you three guesses total. All right, I'm gonna say that he played for Cleveland, and I'm gonna say he played for division rival Denver. So you had one of those right, and it was Denver. All right, I kind of yeah, kind of remember that. I don't remember the other. <clears throat> Well, Charles finished his career out in 2018 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. I don't remember played, that at all. Played two games with the Jaguars, only car- totaled six carries for seven rushing yards. And that was his season. Man, I mean, so that talk about a steep fall off. Now, I, I think he battled Ooh. some injuries. Yeah, he um, tore his ACL in 2016. But, he never bounced back from that. I mean, let that be an example to anyone who talks about like all oh, these running backs. Like, it's so Trying to hard. Get their payday. Right, it's so hard for him to get the payday because, you know, after watching that season, there's been very few people that I've sat back and said, "Wow, this guy is going to be a really big deal for a long time." I was convinced right. of it, and he, he fell off a 25-story building as far oh, as I'm yeah. concerned, career-wise. And totally, yeah, he got injured, but I would have never anticipated that. I mean, because how dominant he was. Yeah, it was. It was. I remember the uh, the fall off. It was. It was a fucking nosedive. Right. I mean, I think of like those monster touchdown games he had. And, and he just... was the original fantasy player. Yeah. He was like the OG for like holy shit numbers. Um. But yeah, let's talk about another former running back, Stephen Rashad Jackson. Okay. He's a former American football running back who played 12 seasons, primarily with the St. Louis Rams. He was drafted 24th overall in 2004. And to his record, has two second team All Pros and three Pro Bowls. Deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because he would have been on any other team. But we just went through how bad those teams were. (laughs) Steven Jackson played, like I said, primarily for the St. Louis Rams. He also played for two other teams. Do you remember the two teams? Okay. Um, There's a part of me that thinks he played for New England because I think he had like a playoff run with them that he kind of like hopped, hopped in late. Or even in the playoffs, signed. Um, and the other team, I want to say, might have been the Falcons. You would be correct. Started off when we released him to go find a playoff chance, signed with the Falcons, had a small playoff run with them, and then uh, ended up going on a run with the New England Patriots, as previously mentioned. 
and unfortunately never got that ring right. Yeah. Joining the show, Souls. What up, Souls? Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, it's all right. Glad you're here. Souls, you'd probably like this game. Brandy Jean Moss is a former American football wide receiver. Played for the NFL for uh, in the NFL for 14 seasons after being drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in 1998. Randy Moss finished as the Offensive Rookie of the Year, NFL Comeback Player of the Year, four First Team All Pros, six Pro Bowls, five times touchdown leader, 2002nd Team, 100th Anniversary All Time Team, amongst other records that he has. Can you name me the Five, or the four other teams that Randy Moss played for? Uh, the 49ers. Okay. The Tennessee Titans. Yep. The Open Raiders. Yep. Patriots. And there you go, Kyle. Nice job. Can you tell me what college he was drafted out of? Marshall. Can you tell me what pick he was? Uh, second. No, not even close. Second rounder? No, he was first rounder. 20. 20. You know, I know he played uh, in Marshall because I know he played with Chad Pennington. You yep. know, Randy Moss is part of the biggest NFL conspiracy ever. Uh, Which one? Going to Minnesota to catch Brett Favre's 500th touchdown pass. Oh, yeah. And then get immediately traded. Yep. <laughs> that, that's the things no one's talking about. Hey, well, plenty of people talked about it. <laughs> But we, we should keep st- doing this. Should, but people should still be talking about it. No, that takes too much time. This is this is why uh, the Kyle, world is so bad. Kyle, we talked a lot while you were <laughs> while you were off doing other things. But we were waiting for you and Mark to get on to do a do a small segment. Uh, Sorry, Mark is maybe not going to be joining us. So you'll have to do for now. Stop blowing your nose. Uh, I had to happen. Mute your mic. We are going to do a bracket that we haven't done in a long time. All right, all right. We're going to do the top 16 best nicknames in NFL history. Okay. Greg, your chimes out. <laughs> Listen, don't give any away, Kyle. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I didn't do these in any particular order. The first few I just did as, uh, as I remembered them. Uh, but we can... Have me read them all off, or we can read them as we get to the brackets. I you do talk kind of like like round by round. Yeah, I like I like to do it like that. Okay. So first up, we have Deacon Jones versus Andre Bad Moon Rising. So I like that nickname. I didn't really know it until just now. <laughs> And that's really influencing my decision. Um, but I mean, like, that's such an iconic name. Can't really say anything against it. I like the other one a lot better. What? Andre Risen? Yeah. I like the nickname better, but there's one that sticks out as just a better player. Yeah, see, listen. But I, we're, not doing, we're not doing players. We're doing nicknames. Ah, uh, see, uh, I like the name, but listen, I'm not going to vote for it because I just learned it today, and I think that's unfair. Fair enough. You're unfair. I'll also, I'll also vote for Deacon Jones here. Boo. 
So Deacon Jones is moving on. Up next. Up next. Give me one second. I need to get a list of the nicknames for this guy. This guy's got multiple nicknames. Oh yeah. Wow. It's, uh, it's like Tim Duncan's like the Moses man or something like that. <laughs> what? The Moses man. <laughs> Dude, just go to uh, NBA Reference. They tell you all a bunch of fucking nicknames. You never even heard of. Yeah. Like, imagine that, like, watching, like, a game, like, oh, Moses Man. <laughs> like, what? It probably wasn't the Moses Man, but it's funny. I'm going to tell people it was. Bill, are going to go back under five. The Marlins. <laughs> so fucking frustrating. Who do you got on the mound tonight? The Moses man? Uh, Nola started. He threw... Where did I drop out? Uh, you were getting the names back together. Or making a... Okay. I didn't, you didn't hear any of them? Uh, no. Okay. So, we have the bus versus Jared Lorenzen, a.k.a. BBQ, Big Beautiful Quarterback, a.k.a. Battleship Lorenzen, a.k.a. The Hefty Lefty, a.k.a. The Abominable Throwman, a.k.a. The Pillsbury Throwboy, a.k.a. The Roundabout of Touchdown. So he had a, a lot of amazing names. I, I knew about the Hefty Lefty, didn't know about a lot of those. All hilarious. R.I.P., by the way. Yes, uh, R.I.P. Jared Lorenzen. But Homer, I can't, I can't pass on the bus. Yeah, the bus is a good name. I'm going to give Jared Lorenzen a vote. I knew that he wouldn't make it, but all of those nicknames are incredible, so yeah. he deserved it. Oddly enough, I like the Battleship one a lot. Yeah. Like, if I heard a sports commentator say that on TV, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, man, it's Battleship coming out tonight. <laughs> oh, threw a pick. Uh, all right. E4, E4. <laughs> we have, Kyle, very funny joke. Uh, up next, we have... Fitz Magic versus the refrigerator, William Perry. Fitz Magic being Ryan Fitzpatrick, mm -hmm. by the way. Uh, I feel like we knew that. I just uh, didn't want you to get confused for uh, Fitzgerald. All right, so here's the thing. This is kind of where I stand. I prefer Fitz Magic, but the fridge is like an icon. And if I kind of like did the same thing for Deacon Jones, I think I have to keep that as my thing. I agree. So I will vote for the fridge here. All right. Now, I'm going for Fitz Magic. I'm also going for the refrigerator. Although Fitz Magic does get an honorable mention because it's great. Uh, up next, we have Mean Joe versus Beast Mode. Hmm. They made a commercial after Mean Joe. They did. But everybody knew Beast Mode. You say that even now, everybody still knows who that is. Yeah. yeah well, they probably know who Mean Joe is back in the Probably 40s. true. Keep that fair, you fuck. So, oh. I think these are more equal than we think. Because both are iconic in their own right. Yep. Um, see, you know, being being a Steelers fan, that, 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 that plays very heavily into this. When I made this, I expected there to be two Steelers fans versus three people who could look at this objectively. Well, I'm trying but to look at it objectively. 
I think I'm pretty objective. I'll go, part you are. I'll go beast mode. Kendall? And you know what? I will also go beast mode. All right. Three for beast mode to move on. Sorry, Mean Joe. Guess we I have... I guess we doesn't get my Coke either. We have <laughs> two quarter... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. We have two quarterbacks coming up in Dick Night Train Lane and Dion Primetime Sanders. I like, I like Night Train. So the thing, like, that's it, like, a more, like, we'll call it old-time nickname, and I don't know what it's supposed to mean. I haven't done any research. So, funny enough, um, Dick Lane, research. Yeah. Dick Lane had a uh, fear of however they used to travel at that point. I think it was... Oh, this got shot out of uh, a cannon from each stadium. <laughs> Uh, so god fucking damn uh <laughs> that really got me uh lane got his nickname when he first uh str- when he first got signed do you know what team initially signed him the lions uh, yeah i just no. knew i just knew about detroit i don't know where he was signed originally where he set the record was in los angeles as the rams oh no kidding yeah. Um, well, I thought he started on the Rams. What? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you said? I thought I thought he started on the Rams. He did start on the Rams. That's what I asked. I him. mean, I don't remember what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, he got his nickname during training camp with the Rams. Uh, his teammate had a record player that played. Uh, song called Night Train. Uh, he didn't like the nickname at first, but uh, yeah, that's how we got it. Hmm. So he just uh, team. embraced yeah. it from a nickname from a song. Pretty much. Um, so we have Kyle voting for Night Train. Kendall? Uh, I'm a big Deion Sanders fan, so I'm going Primetime. Me too. Primetime is such a good nickname. Primetime's overrated. No. Yep. So, so here comes the one of the easiest ones, I think. Next up, you got Larry Legend versus Sweetness. All We're right. going with uh, going with Sweetness here. Yep. And you, yeah, it's going to be Sweetness, but Larry Legend and Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure it wasn't like somebody like Larry Zonka or somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I right. mean, Sweetness is just kind of a really cool name. Yeah, that that kind of even though it's in played. Have you ever see the Have you ever see the rollerblading movie with uh, Bow Wow? Um, <laughs> I I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I've ever seen that. So like the, the I guess you could call it like the bad guy rollerblader. <laughs> His name was Sweetness. <laughs> Fun fact of the night. Why do you know that? I watched the movie a hundred times. I'd love. Why? To, I'd love to see the Rotten Tomato score for that movie. Uh, I'm telling you. Rotten. It's, like, it's, it's called Roll Bounce. My guess is going to be 34%. There's uh, no way. 62. 62. I'm hoping. 62. Give me something here. Holy shit. What the fuck is wrong with this place? 
It has 66%. 66%? There's no way. It's a good movie. I don't believe you. Well, yeah. Rotten Tomato thinks it's better than, better than you, I, than you think. Here it is. <laughs> you showed me. There, this is so. This is a 66% out of what four votes? Everybody who rated it, which was like seven people. All right, so there's a place called Halftime that gave it uh 100%. All right, so I think to be credible, it has to have at least 30 votes. Something stupid. All right, um, anyways, so. Uh, up next, we have Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron. And then we have Christian Okoye, a.k.a. the Nigerian Nightmare. Pretty awesome nickname, just in general. Yep. Um, but I, I, Megatron has kind of been, like, a synonymous with, like, especially modern-day football and wide receiver. Um, yeah. A name that actually I really don't know the backstory to. Um, with that being said, I think it's appropriate, and I'm gonna vote for Megatron. Kyle, what was the other one? Nigerian Nightmare, Christian Okoye. Yeah, that one. He played for the Chiefs, I believe. Uh, Okoye, yeah, got fucking blown up in the hole on a Monday Night Football game by Steve Atwater. Um, Fellow teammate and ride receiver Roy Williams, nicknamed Calvin Johnson Megatron, due to his large hands being similar to that of the towering Decepticon. <laughs> and I really disliked Roy Williams, so. What did gonna... the Cowboys for like a first round pick, didn't they? Yeah, I think he definitely was moved. Which, which Roy Williams are we talking about? The Lions wide receiver that went to the Cowboys. Okay. The guy with the beard, right? Well, no. That one was a cowboy that went to the Bengals, I think. No, wait, I, no, but I thought that the receiver, Roy Williams, was a cowboy in line. Was he not? He was. He was. But he didn't have a beard. I'm pretty sure he had a beard. He might have a beard. I don't Roy Williams. Well, anyway, screw him. <laughs> There's two Roy Williams, man. All right. So I'm giving it to Megatron, and we're moving on with that one. God damn it. Uh, Last year, so good. it is so good. I I, I agree. Uh, up next, last of the first round, Greg the Leg versus Reggie White, the mis- Minister of Defense. Listen, I'm not voting for Legatron. I just won't do it. I didn't say Legatron. <laughs> I said Greg the Leg. Oh, we're going with the Minister of Yeah, Dark I'm still going with the Minister <laughs> of Dark. But I did not put Legatron on this because I didn't want to get yelled at. I right. still like the minister. Guilty by association. Up next. <clears throat> round two. Deacon Jones versus the bus. The bus. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's going to win. You see, I, don't, I don't know if it will, but I think this time the bus beats out Deacon Jones. I'm still going to give Deacon Jones a courtesy vote, but we'll move on. We have William the Refrigerator Perry versus Marshawn, a.k.a. Beast Mode. I'm going with the fridge. Yeah, I'm going fridge here, too. I'm going Beast Mode, but 
Because you lost. Because there's like once again, that's pretty close. But like a lot of times, like when I even just in conversation, if I hear like someone say the fridge, I'll think of William Perry. It just it just happens. Right. It's all good. Like if someone uh, says, "Oh, I'm going beast mode," I'm, I'm thinking to myself, "Well, you're a dick." <laughs> Let's see. Up next, we have two all-time nicknames: Primetime versus Sweetness. Sweetness, because because of the bad guy rollerblader. <laughs> All right, <laughs> because because of Kyle's reasoning, I am going primetime. <laughs> All right, primetime actually advances. Bullshit. <laughs> Listen, you did it to yourself. <laughs> I was willing to consider a change. <laughs> uh, last of round two. Megatron versus the Minister of Defense. Uh, Minister of Darkness all the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of an awesome nickname. It is. I'm going there. Up next. <laughs> Excuse me. Round three. The bus versus the refrigerator. I kind of like a vehicle better than a fridge. <laughs> All right, so we're going bus here. All right, I have going Fred. I, I I have to be. I got to be objective here. I like the bus a lot. It's my favorite player ever, but I have to hold up the integrity of what I think is right, and I think the fridge has to move on. In fact, also somebody else who uh, was a Ram prior. Yeah, it's true. Have you guys real quick? Have you ever seen the video for the Super Bowl Shuffle? Yes. Yeah. Right, we should get together as a group and just watch that one time. I've been. Or just uh, recreate it. <laughs> oh man, could you imagine? Uh, if we're doing, if we're going to recreate uh, the Super Bowl shuffle, we also have to do Ram It. <laughs> That's a thing. The Richard oh, yeah. Steelers song. Go, we have Here a song. Oh yeah, you got your Steelers. Singing. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Massey, have you ever heard that song? Yes. Oh, okay. Because it's oddly it's top ten. It's oddly good, but cringy, but good. It's catchy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Up next is Primetime versus the Minister of Defense. Minister of Darkness. I will forever love that nickname. <laughs> see, I love both nicknames, though. I'm going Primetime. So you let your integrity fucking do this, huh? <laughs> well, what do you mean? Still off the Dion Dick train. Listen, he was, they were both really good. I think that those are very equal. Minister of Darkness is way better than you fucking know it. <laughs> hey, you're not even <laughs> saying the name we're trying to put through. <laughs> you just picked what you liked and how it sounded. Listen, I know what it says. <clears throat> but I'm saying it my way. And he did it his way. I'm really torn. These are two of my favorite nicknames of all time. But Prime Tom's going to win. Overrated bitch. Guy doesn't have toes anymore. Going with Minister of Defense. Yeah. God, just for that, right. you got to give up your toes. I'm cool. <laughs> so for the final, we have William the Refrigerator Perry versus. Reggie, the Minister of Defense, White. 
Do I got a? Do I even got an answer? Right. No, you so, don't. So, so let's go on. You know. Yep. The the, the the ministry there. Versus the fridge. Can grow, baby. <laughs> Can grow. I'm going fridge. I got you. It's got to win. Except it doesn't, Kendall. Boom, Yeah. Minister of Defense wins. Don't give Kyle the satisfaction. I didn't want to, but <laughs> out of my favorite nicknames of all time are Minister of Defense, Primetime, and Beast Mode. And well, all of Jared Lorenzen's, because they're yeah. all hysterical. Well, listen, I don't hate the winner. It's, it's definitely deserving. That was a good bracket. One of, the, one of the coolest nicknames, though, that nobody ever talked about was Andre Bad Moon Rise. Yeah, I mean, I wish I knew that so much sooner. Because it's such a cool nickname. Well, Big Ben, that's a good nickname. Yeah, I mean, there's so many names that I'm sure that were for, forgotten. I, I, it is such a good nickname, but honestly, I don't even consider it a nickname. I almost just consider it his name. Like, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. <laughs> just I change agree. his name. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Big. My name's Big. Big hyphen Ben. <laughs> you know who's glad I got got left off the list because his actual name is Jack Rabbit. We mentioned it earlier. I hate that. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't putting Junior Shankins on this list. I did like when I, I think Pac Man changed his name to Pac Man, but before uh, Chad Ochocinco did too. Yeah, but I think like once you change your name legally, it, it kind of like spoils the nickname. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Honorable mentions that were left off the list. Uh, Broadway Joe Namath. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Legatron. You know, they, they called him Broadway Joe because he lived on the road. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> I did. He slept right next to the place where they did <laughs> You know, fuck the card, please. Of St. Louis, like the Arizona. St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck you guys, too. No, no, no. Um, but they, they traded away Sandy Alcantara for the goddamn Marlins. He's so goddamn good. We'll root to Aurora decisions. Did Michael Irvin have the nickname The Playmaker? So, now that you mention it, it's kind of familiar, but <clears throat> in a like, normal conversation, I've never heard anyone reference him to that. Maybe okay. in like, The Longest Yard. Uh, another another honorable mention. Um, I didn't use it because we already had two of theirs, but Iron Mike Ditka was an honorable mention. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. Uh, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Yep. Uh, I this one is very niche, so I didn't put it on the list. But a very popular one, at least on the internet, is uh. Doug Martin's nickname, Muscle Hamster. I That's forgot, a good one. I forgot about that being a thing. Dude, that guy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he was good for one year. <laughs> I uh, love, we'll have to get it said. The way Kyle said that was so funny. You gotta get that like recorded. So aggressive. <laughs> uh, there was uh, Jack Reynolds uh, for the Rams. He was a linebacker. His nickname was Hacksaw. I kind oh, of dug I kind of remember that. Badass. But nobody ever listened or nobody ever talks about it. Um, I did not know that Sean Merriman had a nickname of Lights Out. Oh, oh he did. Remember I remember that. 
Who did he hit so hard? Man. Let's see. It was a running back. I know that. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Because that was and then, like that was a thing for a while. Uh, I, have a, I have a picture with his jersey. Are you told? Um, uh, for Kyle, who I think he might have hit, who Kyle's not listening. Um, apparently, defensive end Javon Curse has the nickname the Freak, but I always thought that was Randy Moss. Yeah, well, you know, so here's the thing I think that like sports writers touted Curse the Freak, <laughs> and Randy Moss like tried to get him people to start calling him the Freak. Gotcha. That's what I think. Uh, Tory Holt had uh, big game as his nickname. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just think it's, it's in general, that's kind of a lame nickname. Yeah. Uh, Cadillac Williams. His first name was what? Carnell? Car- yep, Carnell. Yeah. Why, so why was it Cadillac? Just because? He felt like it. Because it, it was a C. All right. I mean, I always called him Cadillac Williams, but. Uh, do you guys know the name Craig Hayward? Uh, is it one of the is it Cam or Connor's brother? <laughs> it is not. Uh, an oldie, but one uh, no less recognizable is Ed Too Tall Jones. Oh, yeah. Who's Ed Jones? I uh, was a defensive end for the Cowboys. Uh, I didn't want to catch flack for it, so I didn't put it on here. Icky Woods. How'd you get flack for that? I don't know. I figured people would hate Icky Woods. I, I don't hate him. I mean, that, you know, Icky Shuffle was classic. Even came back so in a commercial. Are we going to recreate the, the Chicago Shuffle? I think we should. Did you know also that there's a 2006 version of that called the Super Bowl Mumble? What? Remind me to show you or watch on your own. It's one of my favorite videos all time. If you type what? in the Super Bowl mumble, someone made little, like, uh, we'll call them puppets of 06 Bear players on popsicle sticks. And they, they do, like, another song and, like, like a song slash rap to it. It is excellent. That's so I, interesting. I'd love to play it in the air, but I don't know the copyrights for that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, hey, did Cordell Stewart have the nickname Slash? Yeah, yeah. he was running back at first. That's a pretty cool nickname. He was a running back at first. Um, let's see. I'm just looking through. Yeah, I heard uh, he was a pretty good running back, too. Yeah. Well, actually, oh, it's, uh, like, more so like receiver, too. Fuck. What was his name? Uh, Charlie Whitehurst has one of the greatest Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. That's, oh, that should have made the list. That probably Jesus. Was Clipboard, uh, Clipboard Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, that's Clipboard a, Jesus. That's a great name. You know, I played for a lot of teams. He wasn't terrible. He was pretty bad, Kendall. No, listen. On all those teams, there was just a better quarterback in front of him. That's all it was. Bad timing. Every time he played, he wasn't good. That's not true. Look it up. Bring up the stats. All right. Hold on. Give me a second. What are you framing your fucking thing for? He threw 113 pitches in seven two-thirds innings. Kendall. You gave one run. Kendall. Yes. What stats are we arguing? Just in general, that like he wasn't that bad. Like, all right, so I mean, 2006, you know, Chargers. Like, all right, so that would have been Philip Rivers. So playing behind him, 2010, 
211 Seattle, so that's what? Um, Matt Hasselbeck, just better quarterback. 2013 Chargers again, Phillip Rivers, better quarterback. Um, 2014, he may have had a chance to play. <laughs> he was a Brown at one point. He was. He Listen, was a Brown his last year, I think. All I'm saying is that there was always a quarterback who was better than him, and then he played for the Browns because every quarterback who's mediocre played for the Browns. They made a whole <laughs> song true. about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that tickles Kyle. Actually, you know what's funny? That era of Seattle backups played for the Browns. Seneca Wallace, Charlie Fry. Yeah, it's really weird. Hasselbeck? Charlie Whitehurst. Did Hasselbeck ever play for them? Uh, no. no. Um, Tim might have. Yeah, I think huh. he did. Uh, let's see. Other nicknames that I forgot. Uh, Peyton Manning. Could you tell me what his nickname is? Uh, oh, Sheriff, right? Uh, yep. Darrell Revis. Oh, was it Revis Island. Is that what they're talking about? Yeah. That's a dumb nickname. It is. Uh, uh, Ken Stabler. Snake. Uh, lefty, lefty man. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Any of the Snake Stabler, which is... A pretty cool nickname. Yeah, they call him that because he's schlong. <laughs> Not true. Uh, apparently, Jack Tatum was known as Assassin. Really? Apparently. That's weird. Uh, Charles Peanut Tillman. Another good Bears nickname. So, you know, I feel like I've never figured out why that was his name. Uh, let's see. And I'm sure we've talked Tillman about it. Him as a baby by an aunt who thought he resembled one. That was an so, unsatisfactory answer. That's what it is. Uh, let's see. Another good Bears nickname. Uh, Steve Mongo McMichael. Man, I don't even know who that is. Steve McMichael was a defensive lineman during the Bears. Uh, uh, 85 run? Really? Yeah. I don't know that name. He, was, uh, he got the nickname from uh, Blazing Saddles. That's awesome. Yep. Let's look up uh, some baseball nicknames that are great. All right, oh. hold on. Let me let me get through these these last ten because okay. Gail Sayers, the Kansas Comet, uh, like did not know this one was a thing, but it's hysterical. Marion Barber was Marion the Barbarian. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, Dante Hall was the Human Joystick. I heard that. Uh, let's see. Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron. Never heard of that. Oh, you never heard I that? Have. I love that nickname. Yeah. So ridiculous. It is. Uh, let's see. That's stupid. Trial Suggs, T Sizzle. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, uh, we can talk about him for his football accomplishments. OJ. Oh, with the juice? Yeah. Uh, he was a good guy. Hey. Have you seen that Family Guy about him? That's what I'm saying. Good guy. What at a the, great episode. At the very end, he stabs that lady. <laughs> um, I I completely forgot about this, but this was a this was a big meme for a while. Terrence Knighton on the Broncos was known as Oh, uh, the Knight Pot Roast. Oh man, he was a defensive tackle, right? Yes. Uh, I can't believe I forgot about this one. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. The law firm. 
That's funny. Uh, that went one. Yeah, that's such a good nickname. Uh, Andy Dalton is the Red Rifle. Yep. Uh, uh, oh man, I hated Ben Jones Green Ellis, but that nickname is so funny. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. Yeah. Uh, I get it. See. Looking through these last couple, and I don't think we're. Oh, Darren McFadden. Run, Run DMC. DMC. Oh, yep. yeah. I forgot about that. Steve McNair. What was him? Uh, Air McNair. Oh, that makes Something sense. Like yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, not terribly clever, but it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, and then that's a classic name nickname. Bullet Bob Hayes, the guy who the uh, the zone coverage defense was uh, created for. Uh, let's see. Best baseball nicknames. I mean, baseball. The one that, to me, my favorite nickname, I think, of all time, because of the meaning, is the kid. Oh, for getting Griffey? Because, like, the backwards hat. Kids falling in love with baseball because of it. Yeah, I mean, I think that that is, like, one of those baseball, like, hey, like, the time, like, hey, this is, like, really America's pastime. And and Ken Griffey is, like, the embodiment of that. I get it. And Ken Griffey Jr. is, like, the, it's like till this day, still like the most loved player, like all the greats today, their favorite player of all time, Ken Griffey Jr. Especially people like, right. we're in our late twenties, early thirties, like that. That definitely fits the bill for us, and especially people who are like just a little older than us. That really holds true. Like, like my dad got to see like him in his prime, and it was unbelievable. Are these just active players? I mean, baseball has like hundreds of hundreds, like like back in like the the nineteen tens. Like, oh, that's you know, wet knees McGillicus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wet knees McGillicus. He's batting two oh four on the year. <laughs> but boy, so, you know, wow! I will tell you, I've gone to the top five search results in Google. Not one of them has the kid listed as one of the best. Oh, that's fine. That's just my personal opinion. Well, that's, I do like that. I mean, that is tough because of the reason you just mentioned. There's so many players that are so storied that, I, unfortunately, it's kind of just in the mix. Oh, I'm sure there's way better nicknames than that. It's just my personal opinion. All right, let's see. Uh, this is from MLB.com. The 25 best nicknames in MLB history. Number one. Babers. What needs McGill cutting? <laughs> yeah, Babers is number one. Yeah, I mean, well, I I can't remember what was his first name. George. George. The Sultan of Swat. The Sultan of Swat. Yeah, that's actually a name that's listed here. Uh, other things such as Bambino, the Sultan of Swat, the Big Bam, and Jidge. The Great Bambino. <laughs> I didn't know Swimpy Deer. (laughs) I didn't know the Sultan of Swat. That's great. Yeah. Did you not not ever watch fucking The Sandlot? I just must have not paid attention to that. You said the Sultan of Swat. I'm thinking, like, that should just be Shaq. No. no, no. (laughs) 
Um, next one is a player from the 20s called Cool Papa Bell. Uh, I love baseball nicknames. <laughs> number three is, I'm curious to see how this goes over, Big Poppy. Yeah. It's it's iconic, I guess. Uh, honorable mention, all right, here we go. Number four, Yogi Berra. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number five, Charlie <laughs> wait, Hustle. Wait, that wasn't his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number six, Satchel Page. Okay. Here's the thing: I don't know like any of these guys like real names. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of true. <laughs> Yogi Berra is Lawrence Berra. Charlie Hustle, you guys know. Pete Rose. Uh, Satchel Page was Leroy Page. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard anybody ever say Leroy Page. Yeah, not once. <laughs> Next is Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, that's a cool name. Uh, the Wizard, Ozzy Smith. Mm-hmm. That's a good nickname. He was so good. Uh, Mr. October. Yeah, I always love that name. I mean, it's Mr. October. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it, it's like such a pompous nickname, like, but it's, it's awesome. Let's see. Uh, this is one that is, it's a really creative, but not creative nickname, but it's too new for me to think it deserves to be at number 10 on this list. All Rise for Aaron Judge. It's not really a nickname. It's more of a saint. You know, I gotta be honest. I didn't even know that was like a thing. Nobody's fucking calling this guy All Rise Judge. (laughs) All Rise is up. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. This one is in on technicality because it was on the players jersey for Players Weekend. Uh, Corey's brother. Oh, for Craig? For Kyle. Oh, God, Craig, Jesus. Uh, let's see. I don't know who that is. Double Duty Radcliffe, which is kind of cool. Uh, one of my favorite nicknames is Sandman. Mariano. Oh, for, uh, yeah. for some reason, I thought you said something different. Like, I don't know who the Sandman is. Massey, enlighten me, because he's now my favorite player. And man, uh, Thor. Sorry, you know, like it just makes sense, right? Give the guy a buzz cut. He's not Thor. Well, he Uh, might be Kendall because Thor got a buzz cut. Okay, I just mean in general, iconically speaking. Let's see the say hey kid. Yeah, I mean it's. It's a cool name, but I mean, it just like just rhymes. Uh, let's see, Secretary of Defense. What was it? The Secretary of Defense. Such a, such a good Gary name. Maddox. Oh. Such a good name. He was a Senate uh, killer for the show. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, Great what? name. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, fucking sad of all. Um, the big unit. Yep, Randy Johnson. Uh, the big hurt. Yep, Frank Thomas. Oil can Boyd. Who? 
that's Dennis Boyd, probably from the early 20s with the Negro League. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, that sounds like a guy that was like before World War II. <laughs> uh, Joey Bats. Joey, uh, is that Joey Gallo? Uh, it is Jose Bautista. You know what? I knew that. I'm an idiot. I knew that. Uh, the human rain delay. <laughs> that could be so many people. See, you know what? We've actually made that up for. We talk about uh, on the show before. We have a, Vita. a friend named Vito. Vita. And we and I didn't know that was actually like for a real person because it's he for a pitcher by the name of Mike Hargrove. Because never. So Vito, we'd be playing wiffle ball, and then like he'd be on his phone or doing just anything else, and like, hey, guy, we're trying to play here. Yeah, so this guy got the name for the many time-consuming adjustments he would make between pitches. So no Mar Garcia fucking Parra. <laughs> uh, Scrabble, apparently, was the name. I've never heard Mark Brzezinski. I don't know who that is. He, um, he played for the Cardinals. He was a lefty. Was he? Hmm? Uh, the Penguin. I feel like I know that name, but I don't know. Ron Say C. Kendall, we don't know that guy. No, nope. <laughs> I was thinking it was be somebody who was like in the late nineties, and uh, <laughs> boy, Mister Smile. No, I don't know that either. Apparently, that's Francisco Lindor. Really, he does smile a lot. I mean, I get it, but that's lame. Uh, let's see. We've got El Mago. Or the magician. That's kind of familiar, but I don't know why. Uh, that is Javi Baez. Huh. Yeah, I've heard it. Uh, there is Polar Bear. That's Peter Alonso. Yep. Yep. Uh, El Nino, the Spanish kid. See, like I know all these, but I just forgot them. Yeah. Uh, that is Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Like, you heard that kind of early on and then it stopped hearing it. Yeah. Also, also, guess what? Not worth the money so far. <laughs> uh, Childish Bambino. That's a good name. That is a good name. Uh, that is Juan Soto. I've heard that one. Uh, La Pantera. Pantera the Panther. I don't think I've ever heard that. That is one Luis Robert. Hmm. I've never heard that. Yeah. It's not uh, a bad name, but I just never heard it. Let's see. Showtime. Showtime. Showtime spelled S H O. Uh I've been clever. Never heard it. Uh, Bringer of Rain. Bob Second. <laughs> Ringer or Bringer of Rain? Bringer. I am bringing rain. Hmm. I don't know. Pedro Martinez. No. Josh Donaldson. Who gave himself the nickname. That's terrible. Yep. He's an asshole. We should, <laughs> we should sue him for that. Uh, the machine or la machina? I am the machine. Uh, um, that apparently is 
Uh, also, the player formerly known as El Hombre. Albert Pujols. Hmm. Uh, Nelson Cruz's nickname, anybody? Um, you're going to say it, I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, boomstick. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> boomstick. So dumb. Fuck you, Anthony Bass. Uh, the Millville Meteor. Oh, that's a, that, he's a cup. I know that. He sure is, Kyle. It's not. <laughs> and, but what makes sense? That's under jerseys. <laughs> it's Kyle's favorite player. Is it Bryce? Bryce it is not Bryce, because that's not Kyle's favorite player. Is it Aaron Nola? Because that is my favorite player. It is not Aaron Nola, because that's not your favorite player. Yes, it is. It's is not. it fucking Freddie Freeman? It's not Freddie Freeman. I have no idea. It's Mike Trout. Uh, oh, I do like my <laughs> But it is a weird name. Uh, King Felix. Friend, uh, Felix Hernandez. I always yeah. liked that for him. And like for a long time, he was pretty good. Uh, let's see. He just always played on shit squads. Yeah, I mean, Seattle ruined his career. As they do to most players who play for He didn't want to leave, though. He didn't want to leave. No, listen, credit to him. The guy was loyal as hell, but Damn. Do the guy a favor. Big Maple. Then he went to Baltimore for spring training. <laughs> I don't know. Big, Big Maple. I have no idea. That is James Paxton after being one of only 11 Canadian born big leaguers last year. He sucks. <laughs> you know, knowing that information makes me like that nickname even less. Uh. Apparently, uh, this person has El Ministro de la Defensa. That's Minister of Defense. It's funny. Oh, really? I like this guy. The Minister I... of Darkness is back. Is it Christian and Edge? It is not. Can <laughs> <laughs> no. uh... I guess? I got nothing. Kyle? Uh, the Minister of Defense is got to be a shortstop, right? Uh, let me check what position he plays. I should know that. I, I absolutely know the name. I just couldn't tell you what position he plays. Uh, he is a shortstop, but is also listed as a third baseman. I do not know which one is his. Is it Nolan Arenado? It is not Arenado. Even though he's not a shortstop. It's also something but, Spanish, Kyle, because El Ministro de la Defensa. Yeah, because he's imagine, Spanish. Imagine his name is Greg White. <laughs> it's Manny Machado. Is Makes it sense. really? Makes yeah. Sense. Uh, oh, the Kraken. I feel like I've heard this before. But I don't have. know why. This is one I actually knew. Uh, that's Gary Sanchez. Ew, really? Dude, butt the fucking ball down the third baseline. Uh, let's see. What's Bryce Harper? I don't know. MV3? Tell me I'm wrong, because I'm not. You're wrong. It's Bam Bam, apparently. Okay, one never heard that. Two, it's MV3 now. Yeah, as of this year. Uh, 
Blake Snell. Uh, overrated. Snellzilla. Dumb. I like my. I like mine better. Uh, Todd Frazier's is the very basic oh, the Todd Father. I love the Todd Father. Nothing. Nothing creative about it. Listen, perhaps, need to be. perhaps not, but it was so appropriate. Uh, Yasiel Pui. Uh, annoying. Sucked. <laughs> uh, Vince Scully gave him the nickname Wild Horse. Boo. Makes sense. Uh, I know this. I know this name, but I don't know why I know this name. Randy Arozarenia. Yeah, he went off in the World Series a couple of years ago. Apparently, he was the Cuban Rocket. Kyle, that was right down the fucking dickhead, all right? Let's go. Figure it out. It was right down the fucking dickhead. Way to go, Kyle. He gets it. What's your name, Kyle? Apparently, Dustin Pedroia is the laser show. Yeah, I knew that. Did not. I didn't. Uh, This is very funny. Ryan Braun. Steroids. The Hebrew Hammer. Yes, we all knew that. Yeah, I heard that. I actually forgot all about it. That's fucking hysterical. He was so good for like four years. Yeah. After he kind of turned out to be kind of a dick, I kind of like... (laughs) He went to Aaron Rodgers' show. Yeah. Well... Can we please end this game? I got a shit. (laughs) Well, listen, we're going to wrap up. No, not the show. I said the game. Well, Yeah, I know, but... the The show, too. <laughs> but hey, that was good. That, that, Ooh, was, that was interesting. A lot of fun. Um, want to do some beer reviews or drink reviews? Kyle, did you end up having anything to drink? I had a Coke. Nice. Good man. Massey? Um, it's a gold tequila, I think. I don't know. I'm sitting in the dark, so I can't really tell. It might be just... To my um, knowledge, I don't think. I mean, I, I could be totally off base because I don't really drink a whole ton of tequila. But I think uh, uh, Don Julio is uh, silver. It might be. Um, but I, I put other stuff in my so I can't tell. Um, crisp, refreshing. Uh, definitely gonna regret it in the morning. Now, did you just have it, it like on the rocks? Uh, no, a little bit of, like a like a redneck kind of margarita. Okay, that's cool. I like to do. I like so, to yeah. do, do, do like a homemade margarita. I just I know, it's a lot of work. It is. Uh, I almost put my pants. Hilarious! I'll tell you guys a story off the air sometime about that exact thing. Um, I had a pretty janky drink. Uh, I took. Oh, I forgot your fucking trash. <laughs> the the remaining of my creek water whiskey, and I combined a flat Coke and a flat Pepsi to make a uh, whiskey cola. Now, traditionally speaking, when I have hard liquor, especially brown liquor, I just kind of drink it as is on the rocks. But for this, I decided to, to you know make a soda. Uh, it was fine. Now, don't get me wrong. Like usually when you have a whiskey cola at a bar you're having it with you know a soda with bubbles in it so this was kind of not that just kind of a, a soda water mixed with whiskey but very serviceable very drinkable uh would be better cold excuse me and uh perhaps uh not in a water no, I bottle i forgot you didn't even drink it cold <laughs> 
but it was okay. As far as the whiskey goes, I, I had it uh, a, a couple times in, over the weekend. There, there's nothing. Uh, hold on, hold on. Kyle, what the hell is happening to you, bud? What? Why don't you mute yourself during they this walked process? in the bathroom. Oh, you just got walked in in the bathroom. They walked in on me in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Kyle, mute your mic, please. <laughs> um, I'm in the bathroom. Who cares? That's why. Anyway, anyway, if it, very, very, you know, it's serviceable, but not like a great thing. If you, if someone hands it to you, you know, give it a shot. Especially if you like Yellow Wolf, like I do, the rapper. Like, hey, support the brand. But I don't, I don't think this whiskey is winning any awards. It was perfect to mix it with uh, cola. So, uh, two point three stars out of five. Probably wouldn't get again, but it was a gift that I was very grateful for. And you would probably drink it again if somebody had it. Exactly. Um, Massey, do you yeah. want to take a shot and uh, tell us where you can find us? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. Something at GSWD or and Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. So Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Facebook is getting scores with a drunk. Oh, uh, thank you. Well, uh, I think I would know. Hey, listen, that that's all right. Uh, use the hashtag uh, GSWD, you know, whether it's uh, getting walked into the bathroom at the end of the show or, uh, or doing some nickname brackets. Yeah, yeah, and learning some really ridiculous cool names along the way. Andre Badman Rising. Yeah, pretty mad. I didn't. I spent my entire life not knowing that. Um, Souls, you want to take a, a shot at uh, what shows are on the PPRN Radio Network lineup? Yeah, yeah it's the Boo Show. Yep. It, what do it, you it's, on, it's on at 7 o'clock, I think. <laughs> on a Thursday. Am I right? Yep. Just on a, on a singular Thursday? <laughs> singular Thursday. Good, good luck. Roll the dice finding it. Every Thursday <laughs> is the Boo Show, Thursday at 7. And then uh, we have... Um, the guy I made up show. What was his name? Yes, uh, he's talking about Dan Reeves, which is a fictional show that Kyle awesome. made up. Uh, but Peter Pino show Wednesday at seven thirty. Uh, they're returning after their trip, uh, so there's gonna be a lot to talk about this week. Um, Corey Arama Sundays at two. Uh, Delay Monday on delay. Tuesdays at five. Our show getting sports with drunks starting at eight. Uh, every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday, so coming off a big uh, Mixtape weekend. So in two weeks' time, there'll be the next uh, Mixtape, so stay tuned for the lineup. And anytime there's not one of our shows on, there's 24-7 music, so live content all the time. So be sure to tune in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that, that that's about it. So uh, Mark didn't get a chance to join us today. Uh, Riddler was off, but you know, hopefully next week we can uh, get a full staff together, put – Put together some good stuff for you. I've put, uh, other than that, we had a fun time tonight and uh, looking forward to next time. And uh, until then, he is the man of many names, Kyle Solez. Nope. The Mask of Spassy. <laughs> and the Rat of a Red Baron. Meow. <laughs> Yeah.